Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> we are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survived, and there's a God who heals of these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms. Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you had sex. And Jesus doesn't cover that. Hey everyone, welcome to Coming Attractions number 25. I'm here with, I'm Nathan Underwood, I should introduce myself I suppose, and I'm here with uh, this month's main attractions host. Main attractions? Main event? Main. Feature presentation. Yeah, there you go. The feature this month, Joe Zaragoza, and he's going to keep me online uh, during this uh, this episode. Joe, how are you doing today? I can't complain. I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, you yeah. St- you're staying safe out in Cali? Yeah, doing pretty well, uh, you know, as one can, you know, as one tries to. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, things are looking pretty good. Watching a lot of movies, a lot of TV, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're talking off mic. I think it sounds like you're basically doing kind of like what what my family's doing. It's work and home and uh, lots of takeout. No, no real going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, basically. Which um brought up a, a, a thought that I had because. Uh, I've been sitting, as I mentioned, watching a lot of movies, and so I'm going through a lot of my DVDs, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, the uh, the Easter eggs, the special features, all that mm-hmm. stuff isn't as important anymore, I think because more people are watching more streaming stuff, but even when right. DVDs and Blu-rays were coming out, were still a thing that people bought they kind of abandoned all the stuff that DVDs promised to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's kind of interesting because I, I imagine a lot of that is probably more of the resolution and like said, streaming where now it's more like all about higher fidelity, higher resolution video, less so much about how many extras can we cram into this Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, But yeah, I, I was actually, I was thinking about that, not recently, but uh, I guess a few months back about how there used to be a time, man, like, I remember one of my friends had, you know, like, cause that, that was really big when Lord of the Rings was coming out. Sure. And so you buy like a four disc set that had like eight days of interviews <laughs> and yeah. special commentary, had an extra week of uh, footage that was unused and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that was. And that was a big deal in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, you remember that when, yeah. when you could like the White Rabbit would appear and you'd push the what was the select button, mm-hmm. and it would like take you out to like give you a behind the scene like how that scene was shot while you're watching the movie. Yeah, like just wild stuff. Yeah, because what made me think of it is I was watching uh, some concert DVDs, and I remembered that Metallica released a concert DVD. Uh, called S&M. Now, yeah. the reason it was called S&M is because they played with a symphony orchestra, the London Symphony Orchestra, I think, if I remember right. 
but what was great about that concert, it's, it's a Metallica concert, which is awesome, with this symphony orchestra, but it had all these special features to it where you could listen to the entire concert with just Metallica. You, so you wouldn't hear the orchestra at all. You could watch it mm -hmm. that way. You could watch it only listening to the orchestra, or you could watch the entire concert where a camera was fixed on one of the band members only. So if you just right, wanted right. to see Lars Ulrich playing drums the entire concert, you could watch it that way. And you could hear, it would just be, you could listen to the entire concert, but just the camera stuck on one person. And so there were all these yeah. special features that you could do with DVDs that only happened at the beginning of the DVD craze mm -hmm. that a lot of people abandoned. And I wish that that happened more, you know? So is that why we're doing the show? It's because the extras are going away. So we're like making our own. Yeah, I but... guess so. <laughs> I guess well, since <laughs> everyone's moving to streaming, somebody's got to do commentary. So <laughs> why not okay. us? Well even on the DVDs, are they still doing common, even commentaries on most DVDs now? Because I haven't, I haven't actually looked for any of that stuff, and I don't know how long. Yeah, to be it's it, it, it's the special ones, the specialty ones, like the big movies. Like you know, I'm sure like mm -hmm. the uh, the Avengers movies probably have them. And but before, like almost every movie had a director's commentary or actor's commentary, and you know, and even multiple you know tracks. So if you want to hear yeah. the director. You could hear the director, or if you want to hear the actors, there was a different track for that. And yeah, I just wish that the, there were more options like that, and but not anymore. Well, we'll have to see what we can do. We can do like a, you know, like our our version of fanzines, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. well, like like for example, the movie Noah. In the movie Noah, you could watch the entire movie only through God's perspective. So it's a top-down view, and so you watch the whole movie just from, like, a, a camera from above. So you really didn't hear a lot of – you could hear the dialogue and stuff, but uh, it, it was a little boring. But uh, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, uh, that's incredible. I did not even know about that. I actually – Noah came out – I want to say it came down um, – came out around the time – that I was moving back to Oklahoma, so I was. It was kind of a ruckus time, I think. I think it was anyway. When did it come out? Uh, Two thousand fourteen. Oh no! So that was I was way in Oklahoma at that time. What was I doing at that time? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's not why anyone's here. But the uh, <laughs> for some reason I never got around to watching it, even though I wanted to. I just feel like I don't have a, as much gumption for movies, or there was a time when I just didn't focus on it. Sure. But, um, so that being said, I know very little about it. So there's no way I knew that that special feature was there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's pretty funny. So speaking of Noah, um, you're watching that, right? Yeah. Or you have watched it. Lucky for you. That's yeah. exactly That's the movie we're going to be doing this month. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I should get into it. Uh, we're doing uh, Noah from 2003. 14, the Darren Aronofsky movie, an interesting director, to say the least, to, to pick for this, uh, uh, for this movie, but I think an intelligent one because it could have gone off the rails. They so did why, why do you say it's an interesting choice for this movie? Because he's a unique filmmaker. 
He's not going to make just a by-the-numbers story like they did Exodus also. And a lot of people, okay. even it was a huge Bible epic, and everyone forgets now that it even existed. It's a Christian Bale movie, but it was so boring and so nothing that nobody remembers it even now. But Noah, yeah, I, a lot of people I heard still that remember Exodus got, so I heard, yeah, Exodus got terrible reviews. And uh, and then when Noah came around, you said he did this, the same director on both of them. Right. No, no, no. That was, that was a different no. director, but I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's another Bible epic because again, after um, after Mel Gibson did Passion of the Christ, Hollywood thought mm. we should all make Bible movies and you know sure. make it appeal to everyone, not just Christians. And again, not uh, if you don't know what you're doing, it's if you try not to offend anybody, then you're just going to make nothing. You know, you're going to make a boring movie. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the the, the quote. You know, it's, e it's easy to avoid criticism and simply do nothing, and say nothing, and become nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, yeah, Darren Aronofsky, he did the Fighter, the Wrestler. Uh, wait, hold on, is that his? No, he just produced those. Let me find movies he directed. Yeah, yeah the, uh, I, the thing I remember about Exodus, it got a lot of criticism because there were people saying that they didn't like how they kind of portrayed Noah as like a, not Noah, Moses, the other one, sorry, yeah. as kind of a uh, schizophrenic or, you know, just crazy person hearing voices. Sure. And then, uh, then Noah got a lot of, a lot of flack because it apparently incorporated a, some more um, rabbinic Talmudic stuff that's not directly found in the Bible. That was one of the criticisms I heard. For, for Noah? Yeah, yeah, because it's it goes off. It is not the Bible story. It is sure. it's it's it has the characters and it has the flood, and that's about it. You know, it <laughs> it takes some liberties to say the least. But, well, I mean, to know, be fair, you're looking at something that's like just a very short amount of text. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, for for such a huge event. Very little is said about it, which is <laughs> typical for a lot of Genesis in the early stories. I mean, yeah. the the Tower of Babel, this is how there are so many languages. They were building the hugest structure in the history of humankind, and it's a paragraph long of a story, you know? It's, right. It, 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 it's obviously trying to tell us something else other than just what the story is. There's a purpose to why they're telling us the story. Which is why I think it's interesting to uh, to talk about, and uh, yeah, I mean, essentially they're doing what uh, what uh, what's his name? Speaking of Lord of the Rings, uh, the uh, oh, <laughs> the, what Jack Peter Jackson? Yeah, Peter Jackson. I mean, that's basically what, what? he did. It's just yeah, added what, a heck of what a he lot did with more. the Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Darren Aronofsky did with Noah. You know, just added a, a little flavoring to it. Yeah, yeah, and that was actually um, again. I have, yeah. Well, and again, I haven't watched the movie, but I, I did read an article after about the movie after it came out. I'm one of those people that like I don't care about spoilers. Sure, I'm like one of the weird ones. Um, the uh, so I read an article about it, and apparently that one of the things the article is saying that some of that um, that material that they found that you'll find in the movie did come from some of the Talmudic writings and mm. some of the. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the uh, rabbinic ideas. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure exactly which ones, so I can't really say again. I haven't seen the whole movie, but that was an article. I'll see if I can find it and post it up in the show notes. Yeah. But just to give you an idea of how strange this movie is and how it's not by the numbers at all, like, you know, again, I said Exodus was a boring movie because it's just a story. You know, this is this happened and this happened and this happened, and it's just, ugh. you know, this one, the, sure. Darren Aronofsky did uh, Mother, which is a bananas film, uh, Black Swan, bananas, completely strange and, you know, uh, Requiem for a Dream or and Pie. These are bizarre movies. So, again, yes. a real interesting director to make a, a Bible epic, which I think adds to it. I think if you're going to tell a story, let's, you know, let's go nuts. Let's, let's give an, an artist a hand at this. And even though he's not a Christian, in fact, he's an atheist, uh, let's see what he has to say, you know, unless he craps on the idea of God or religion, which he doesn't do. He could do something great with it, and I think he does. Yeah. No, I, I, I well, I'm, again, that, that's interesting because that, that's the first time I've heard one say that this was a great movie, to be honest, yeah, in all well, the reviews I read, Joe. Right. I mean, let me just say tom- tomato meter rating, not great, but not bad. Uh, 76% from the, uh, uh, what's it called, from critics, 41% audience rating. Right. So and yeah. now again, you're also looking at a Christian audience versus a general movie going audience. Right. I'm I'm guessing. Right. Exactly. Because I think that this was not for audiences. Because Christians are going to be upset because it's not the Bible story, and non-Christian audiences aren't going to like it because I mean a lot of them are cynical towards you know Bible epics. Sure. So, and it was, again, a strange movie, but again, critics liked it for the most part, you know, more critics liked it than hated it. Um, I should read, a, well, let me just uh, talk a little bit more about it. It's PG-13, so not mm-hmm. a lot of scandalous stuff here. Uh, it's, starting, it's starring Russell Crowe, Jennifer Connelly, Emma Watson, and Anthony Hopkins. Um, again, director Aronofsky, I'll, write, I'll read a review from a Christian site uh, plugged in which i've talked about before they kind of tell families whether or not a movie is worth watching based on you know the uh the themes and what they show sure so uh let me see here uh let me read a little bit of this uh, long before its release noah was uh deluged in controversy some christians praised the film for its themes of redemption and love winning over uh malevolence others revile it uh taking it uh Talk, uh, taking so many liberties with the biblical er- account, director Aaron Aronofsky offers a spectacular and often moving story, but it's obviously not the story of Noah. There's more Tolkien than Torah here, really, <laughs> <laughs> and more of Aronofsky himself than both of than both of those. Uh, perhaps this director made the creator, and uh, again, God is called the creator, not God. Uh, perhaps the director made the creator in his own image, full of mercy, magic, and environmental sobriety. Uh, if you uncouple the movie from the Bible and take Noah as imaginative, fantastic fiction, it can begin to work. But hooked as it is, as, 
as it is to such a sacred narrative, well, let's just say I'll, it'll be hard for some Christians to swallow whole this uh, uh, fractious fable. So, you know, it's not saying that it's bad, but uh, if you're a Christian wanting to see a Christian movie or a biblical movie, uh, you might be disappointed. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. So it's, it's kind of interesting, though. I, I'm going to have to watch it now because it's, it's one of those that kind of has, and I'm just being honest, it's kind of faded from my, you know, field of view. Sure, sure. And let me say, there is, on YouTube, you can watch a, a discussion on the creation of the, of the earth and why God, like, it's a really, like, in, like let, me, let me try to explain it. In the movie, uh, Noah tells his children the story of creation. And it's done in this beautiful montage of what happened, where, where humans, where creation started and where it went wrong and why it went wrong. And it's, it's all on, it's on YouTube. So I totally recommend watching it. I loved it because I'm not totally into, I, I don't understand, you know, theology, all that, you know, all these different schools of theology. So when I watched right. it, I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. And then when I posted it on YouTube, I had all these Christians saying, well, this is looking at this kind of perspective and that kind of perspective, and blah, blah. And they're using words I don't understand. And I, I just found out what ecumenical means. So <laughs> that gives you an idea of how, uh, you know, how un, uh, you know, theologian I am, how not, a, how, how little a theologian I am. But as it's, you know, if you just take it as, you know, a little bit of filmmaking, that's a really beautiful little scene. Yeah. And, but that's the kind of thing that this movie has. It has a different perspective and it kind of modernizes it a bit, but it's, it's a, I think it's a really interesting film. Hmm. Well, that sounds good. Well, tell me uh, who you're watching it with. I am watching it with uh, Tim Stedman, who is a, uh, a fan of yours. Uh, he, uh, he is part of the Raven Creek, uh, paddle store family. If you, uh, if you folks know, <laughs> if you donate a couple bucks to, uh, the Patreon, you get into a private, uh, Facebook group where there's a lot of incredible discussions going on. A lot of fun people, a lot of super smart people. And, uh, yeah, he's a uh, part of that group. And actually you guys recommended him, uh, and tapped him for me, you know, let him know yeah, that I, think... uh, I was looking for guests and, uh. He was excited to yeah, do it. I think it's Emily who recommended him. He's actually, um, he's got a book um, called uh, Answers to Giant Questions. Yeah. And, oh, you reached out. I thought you had it. I was like, do you have a copy of it? I, I've not ordered it yet. Um, I, I need to get it on my reading list. Um, but Emily was actually one of his beta readers. Um, so she's she got to actually see the whole thing before Ooh. it came out. So, um, which is pretty fun. Um, yeah. So. I don't really think of him just like as a fan, but more as kind of a partner in whatever it is we do around here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I've had some really good interactions with him. I've never had a chance to meet him uh, face to face because I believe he lives in Oz. And so it's kind of a drive. Yeah. And by Oz, I mean Australia. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Um, now, I'm really excited to hear, uh, you know, what he's got to say. Um, his, his book, from what I understand, focuses on 
kind of who were the Nephilim, mm-hmm. uh, what did they do, um, where did they come from, and why, and why it's and, important for us to know. Exactly. So that's, uh, and again, he's big into the Old Testament, uh, and so who better to talk to uh, other than you guys about the story of Noah? <laughs> well, no, I think it would be great, uh, especially because um, the Nephilim is oftentimes considered part of that Noah story about like why there was a flood in general. So mm-hmm. um, I know there's lots of debate uh, among the scholars as to whether or not those two stories actually belong connected or if they just happen to be placed next to each other in the text. But I'm sure I'm sure Tim will have something to say about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, spoilers, there are rock monsters in this mo- in this movie. So maybe that has something to do with the Nephilim. I don't know. But <laughs> Well, you never never go wrong with too many rock monsters, right? Yeah, I enjoy them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know, it's it's a crazy story to begin with. Why not just add rock monsters, you know? Yeah. Hmm. The only reason I can think of is maybe if the CGI is prohibitive, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, oh, well, let me, speaking of which, I just got a text from him, yeah. Uh, giantanswers.com. You can go there to check out uh, uh, more information on the book. He j- literally just texted me. So yeah, answers to giant questions. Uh, I, you know, I I've only seen him on the website. On I'm sorry, on the Facebook page, but he has incredible things to say. Uh, I'm really, really interested. I'm afraid. I'm a little intimidated because I hope that, and I don't think it will be, but. Uh, I'm afraid that uh, the discussion might get a little bit over my head, but what I really like about Tim is that he doesn't let that happen. You right. know, he's not, although he is brilliant and intelligent, he wants people to understand what, he, yeah. what, uh, you know, what scholars tend to not, you know, explain very well, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm sorry, Joe, you cut out. I missed that last part. Of that oh. You want to understand what scholars what? What scholars tend to just uh, not uh, not care that uh, people don't understand. They talk, A lot of scholars talk sure. in a way that only other scholars understand. Tim wants everyone to understand. He wa- That's why he wrote yes, this book. Yes. So, uh, yeah, and, that's, and that's actually, and I don't want to get too far into this, but that's actually one of the things that I do like about a lot of the people who are involved in the paddle store, um, that we do have like, Tim will have these great uh, questions and great observations on things. He'll post some things up, but he, again, like you said, he does it in a way that's easy to understand. And one of the things I talk to my boss about all the time, who is a great guy, is um, how a lot of times you get people who are so far in their niche of scholarship that they're only writing things for other scholars. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't actually help the general public, but I don't want to get too far into that. I'll yeah, just, yeah. Well, I'll just leave it at that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and again, that's that's why I wanted to do this, uh, you know, this podcast to begin with because I want to, you know, talk to people, you know, yeah, Bible. Uh, I mean, movies are people telling stories to the public, and uh, it's a great way to tackle Bible stories. It's a great way to tackle themes of morality and struggle mm-hmm. and you know, anger. So, uh, yeah, I this is a great movie to do for that also because it's about forgiveness. It's about you know, rage. It's about sin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, I'm 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 very excited about this. Well, absolutely. Well, Joe, 
sounds like we're going to have a good show coming up, and that drops on the 15th uh, mm-hmm. as every month. And the movie's Noah. The guest is Tim Stedman. And it's going to be a good time, right? Yeah, it'll be great. I, I'm super excited. Well, cool. Well, um, I understand uh, since the last time I've been part of one of these, we've updated where people can find us on the social media. Where where are we at? We are. Let me uh, pull up the list so I can get it right. And while he's doing that, I'm going to tell you, you can find all of our shows at ravencreeksc.com if you're not into the social media thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a contact us. You can email us directly if you have any questions or comments or want to be part of a future episode of something. We're always looking for people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook.com slash The Commentarians, on Instagram.com slash Commentarians, Twitter.com slash Commentarians. You can email uh, the podcast directly. Email me at CommentariansPod at gmail.com. And like you mentioned, RavenCreekSC.com slash The Commentarians. Uh, that's where you could stream the episodes, find back episodes. You can find us on uh, iTunes if uh, if you're not listening to us there, and uh, yeah, and almost every podcatcher, whatever podcast yeah. uh, app you use, podcast app you use, you can find us there. So, uh, you know, and we're trying to get into more uh, the you know the kind of the stuff that you, you know, where you have to sign up for. We're trying to get on those uh, as we speak. So, awesome. Well, I know I'm looking for it, and everyone out there, I hope you are also looking forward to joining Joe and Tim on the 15th. In the meantime, have a great time, and we'll see you, someone will see you around here next month. Yeah. Thanks. See you then. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Commentarians Podcast, a Raven Creek Social Club production. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecommentarians. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.